Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is Farooq Anam from The Brother Show. Today, inshallah, I wanted to talk about the excitement of Ramadan. It's coming very, very soon, alhamdulillah, and may we all reach there safely by the will and help of Allah. It truly amazes me about these 29 or 30 days of the fasting that just allows us to cleanse our beings, whether that's internally, externally, emotionally, physically, psychologically, you name it. It's a complete detox of everything in our lives. And I just love the fact that we are able to do this once a year to just kind of reach out to each other and ourselves and just find ways to make those changes that we so much need. It is also like an Iman boost. It boosts your faith. It's like a recharge of your Iman battery and it keeps you going for the next 11 months as long as you do it right. I remember when I used to wake up in my, I would say, my teens when I started out and I think we kind of started fasting just before that um, starting high school and then we were able to fast we used to watch our elder brothers and sisters fast and I used to be really like jealous <laughs> like I want to fast but I mean it wasn't more of jealousy it was just partaking in those activities waking up in the morning when it was still dark and you can't even hear the birds it's just complete silence and you're awake and not just eating but just families coming together at that time and you look into the other houses around you you know these little lights that are on and it's just the ambiance of Ramadan it's just amazing and then on top of that, you know, you do the fast during the first few days. It's always difficult, of course. And growing up as a child, seeing that was just really exciting for me. Anyone that didn't know about the fasting, so for instance, when we went to school, would be excited to share that with them, like what we do, you know, why we don't eat and drink you know, during certain times, and it's just amazing. And as you grow, you start to understand and learn the benefits of this beautiful holy month and what it brings, and it has so much benefit. And each and every one of us should take advantage of these 29 or 30 days. So today, inshallah, I wanted to just quickly put out a podcast, and inshallah, I'm hoping to do this on the run-up to Ramadan, might do a couple more, and then inshallah during Ramadan I'm hoping to do a few more podcasts in relation to this as well. So today I wanted to just share some quick tips read up online, and that is for myself as a reminder and for those um, who are listening to this podcast inshallah. So here goes. When it comes to goal setting, I find just with anything else you have to be realistic and when you are realistic, when you are truthful to yourself, 
you are able to stick with them. And you've got to understand that sometimes your schedule might not allow you to accomplish certain goals, but it's okay. You know, give yourself some makeup time, free time to allow you to regain or work on those goals that you were kind of set back on. So another example I want to give you is when people start these New Year's resolutions, it comes to the new year, they write all these goals down, and then when it comes to mid-January, if that, they don't stick with them because the excitement has gone. You know, it's like, okay, New Year's is done, that's it, back to doing the year now. But the thing is, with faith, when you work on it, when you work on your closeness with Allah, it's just, there's something about it, and you want more of it. So, if you are embarking on a journey, you're going to want to know where you're going. If you've never been there before, you have to pre-plan, right? You have to try to figure out what roads to take, where you might be able to stop, you know, if there's any fuel you need, or anyone that you're traveling with might need to take a break, etc., you got to plan all these things. You can't just get in the car and just drive. Uh, I can't do that anyway. I need to always figure out, like, is, is there a specific time I need to get there? And if there is, then I need to consider the travel time or what may happen in between, give myself a bit of extra time. Now, similarly with Ramadan, we should treat it in that manner that we're able to plan properly for it. And that way we can fully benefit with each and every day. Because remember, there's only a few days. And these days pass so quickly. And that's why we we should take proper measures to ensure that we at least work hard or try to reach our goals, inshallah, without letting anything slip. Now remembering that everything that we do in Ramadan, it's literally multiplied. So it's not just a simple one deed for one good thing. They are multiplied exponentially as a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we want to aim to gain as much of those deeds as possible. Now, we have to take into consideration our time. A lot of things do change during Ramadan. You might sleep slightly more. You might want to pray more Qur'an more. You might be working. So there's some difficulty there in trying to work and trying to keep yourself awake, trying to keep that energy, whatever you have during the day, to maintain it. Goal setting is really important. And that way you can really plan ahead. So the first thing what I would do is on the run-up to Ramadan, because you you don't want to make a plan on the first day of Ramadan, because you want to be able to execute it from day one, right? So you want to make sure that you've got a plan in place before Ramadan even starts. That You know, the first taraweeh that occurs, you want to already be there. So I strongly advise that you start now. We only have a few days, and trust me when I say these few days will fly by. You know that, I know that. Time does not stop for anybody. So here's the thing. Write down 
all the things that you want to accomplish. Now, make this a, as a free writing exercise. You know, like when you brainstorm, you just write things down. Just write as much as possible. Even if it may be re- uh, unrealistic right now, it doesn't matter. The whole point of this exercise right now is to just put pen to paper and whatever you've got in your mind that you would uh, wish to accomplish, get that on paper. All right? Now, once you've gone through that whole list, it would be good to try to prioritize as much as possible of that list. And again, anything that was unrealistic, you can get rid of it. Sometimes you might want to modify certain things. And then anything that was irrelevant or impractical, etc., anything like that, you want to take off. So someone might put, I want to try to memorize the entire Quran and that it's it can't be done it's very difficult unless you you know literally spend every possible hour trying to do that so maybe try to commit to something like a few surah or you know a certain surah that you want to commit to memory and that way you're able to make it more realistic and of course you know you're going to be busy with certain things during the day as well you have to take that into consideration now Obviously, putting the items in order of importance, that's a good way of trying to figure out uh, which ones you need to work on and how long certain things will take to attain, how much do you need to commit to those certain goals. And of course, certain goals could be, for instance, uh, trying not to swear. Uh, obviously, not swearing at all is a good thing, but you know, if you are that kind of person that has a habit of maybe using a curse word here and there, try to refrain from doing that as much as possible. You could also say backbiting. That's another thing that people do. Maybe keep a jar at home or wherever you are, you know, where it is accessible quite easily. And if you are doing any of those, you know, put some money in that jar. And if you did something that was wrong, again, put money in that jar And it gives you a visual representation at the end of the month of how bad you did. And that way you can work on those things next Ramadan or on the run-up to Ramadan. You know, you've had your recharge, you've had your boost of Iman, and you're going to try your best to take those bad things out of your life. Now, going back to what I was saying, make the goals attainable and then turn them into action plans and maybe create a daily to-do list. What you're doing is you're breaking down each and every goal in that sense. So, for instance, a weekday schedule may be different to a weekend schedule. Maybe make two different schedules. And if you want to be really realistic or specific, you could create a schedule for each day. And that way, it's different for each day of the week Now, if you are trying to complete the Qur'an, so read, recite the entire Qur'an, you've got to look at your schedule again, like when are you going to fit that in? And let's say if something was to happen and you weren't able to read those 10 pages or you know whatever you've put in your schedule, where do you have makeup time? You've got to have makeup time where you definitely do those 10 pages 
on that day. So if you can't do them in the morning for a specific reason, something comes up, hey, it's okay, you can do it later on. But make sure you do make up that time and that way you're utilizing that day as best as possible, inshallah. Of course, remembering Allah, glorifying Allah. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees that we are being consistent, especially with our good deeds, He loves that. He loves those deeds. Even if they are small, as long as they are consistent and you're working hard towards your goals, Allah loves that you are making that effort for Him and you are fasting as well and you're doing all these things and He loves the fact that you're making that effort. Again, don't go too hard on yourself. It is possible that your schedule that you created for that week may not work. Chop it, change it, it's not going to be set in stone. Give yourself that time, give yourself that time to make up for the uh, for the things that you've missed. But do not abandon your schedule. Like we abandon certain goals, like I was talking about, you know, people have these New Year's resolutions. Listen, we're not about that. We're about changing every day, connecting with Allah as much as possible. And we're not about those kind of resolutions that just fade we try our best to draw ourselves close to Allah. And of course, when Ramadan isn't there, our iman does fluctuate. It's never the same. And, you know, Allah understands that. He knows that we are not perfect. But as long as we are making an effort, He'll see and love those efforts that we make. Another good thing to do is review your daily schedule or checklist at the end of the day. Like, how did you do? Was there something you needed to change? What happened that you weren't able to achieve a certain thing? What can you do differently the next day? Work on it daily at the end of that specific fast. And that way, when you get to the next day, you know that, okay, right, this didn't work out yesterday. I'm not going to do the same thing. Because if I do the same thing, I'm going to get the same result, right? So change it up and do it to a point where it's so robust that you are able to utilize and make benefit of each and every day. There's certain things that we should try to refrain from. Uh, one of, oh, I mean, I can give you two examples off the top of my head. Watching TV, you know, if you have a bad habit of doing that and then you suddenly stop, you know, it's going to be very difficult for you. So again, on the run-up to Ramadan, try to make it a gradual process where you stop watching as much TV. If you are a phone addict, for instance, try to reduce your screen time on the run-up to Ramadan. That way, you're not just, again, on day one, I'm not going to use my phone as much. You're not going to stick with it. You have to create good habits. You have to create patterns, and patterns, habits, they take time. So again, give yourself that time, that run-up to Ramadan to create those good habits so when you get to day one, you're able to exercise them and execute them as best as possible. So I'm going to give you another example. If you want to wake up for Tahajjud, if you want to wake up for Suhoor, if you want to get that morning meal in and then pray your Fajr and then maybe go to work or sleep for a bit and then go to work, you need to be able to learn to sleep earlier. What's your schedule like right now? Are you sleeping at 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning because you're on your phone or you're constantly watching TV or doing something that is stimulating your brain, etc.? 
hey, look, when it gets to Ramadan, you're going to have a shock. Because if you're not waking up now for Fajr, how are you going to wake up for Suhoor? It's it's going to be impossible for you. You're going to be really tired. You're not going to feel like you have the energy and you're just going to completely drain yourself. So again, create a good habit on the run-up to Ramadan. Try to sleep on time. Try to make those changes in your life on the run-up. And then when you get to Ramadan, it's not shocking your system to wake up that early in a, you know, in order to you know perform to Hajjud and have that breakfast because that is really important. So, you know, it's important. You need to do it. And some people miss it. They just think, no, it's fine. I'll be fine. You, you know, you're doing that because you don't want to wake up. Look, there's benefit in it. You should do your sahri. You should do your suhoor. So make sure you're waking up on time. And hey, we all need a push. You know, we all need that boost. We might have friends. You know, you might want to buddy up with someone. Uh, who you trust and, you know, who really is truthful with you, especially when it comes to your deen, reminding each other about Allah. Maybe you have that someone. It could be, you know, like if you're married, it could be your spouse, and you help each other out. And that's a fantastic body system, especially for uh, and during Ramadan, where you give each other a boost. And trust me, I know when it gets to like day 10 or even before that, the feeling, the vibe starts to wither. And that's where you are really testing yourself because you know that you've got a plan and you want to execute that, you want to stick with it. And that's why they need to be realistic. Inshallah, you're able to do that and give yourself that extra push. And like I said, if there's anyone there that can help you, you're not just accountable to yourself, you're accountable to them. But more importantly, you're accountable to Allah, of course. So remember I was talking about anything bad that you do, maybe keep a jar and just put some money in there if you do something bad or say something bad or think about something bad and it gives you that extra push at the end of the month when you also see that jar Hopefully it isn't filled, <laughs> and if it is, then you got some work to do, man. And then that way, give that jar to, uh, to charity, donate it. It's another beautiful way of finishing off the holy month. Okay, so I'm going to finish up on this, evaluating yourself. It's really important to do that, just in general. You know, if, if you're not doing that every month, then this something that you really need to fit into your schedule. But when it comes to Ramadan, at the end of the day... You do that evaluation and it really helps you. What needs to change? What do I need to do in order to reach my goals if I didn't, if there were certain things? And it just takes a couple of minutes. You're keeping yourself on track and then that way you can find ways to improve on your tasks, inshallah. And when you hit the morning, the following morning, you can monitor your progress. If you're slowing down, what do you need to do to pick up and keep up with your schedule, inshallah. And of course, you know, Ramadan, when it comes to that, it's, it is, it is you know, sometimes it can be draining. And it's all down to timing. Everything is about timing. If you're not managing your time properly, you are going to suffer. If you're just continuing the way you're living right now, and you're not changing anything, of course, you're not benefiting from the holy month. 
you have to try your best. Just think about this. You know, this could be your last Ramadan. You just never know. So as long as you are able to reach Ramadan, Allah's allowing you that opportunity. So many doorways that you can open that grant you those beautiful deeds and they are there for you to take. So wouldn't you want to take those and 29, 30 days just fly by. Try to make use of these beautiful days. May Allah make it easy for each and every one of us. May Allah allow us to reach Ramadan. May Allah allow us to work hard on our goals. Ameen. And may Allah allow us to accomplish those goals and execute them. Because we want to please Allah. That is our primary goal. We want to worship Him. We want to worship Him in the best manner. And may Allah accept each and every one of our fasts, our good deeds that we do for His pleasure and we do for him and only him and uh, i hope you enjoyed today's podcast inshallah like i said i may do a couple more on the run-up to ramadan so do stay tuned if you would like to be a guest on the show brothers don't forget you can click my link in the bio or just contact me info at the muslim experience.com i'm going to leave you with that assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh